0: And welcome to episode eight of the First Exchange podcast with me, your host, Lydia Daydahl. And I'm absolutely to be delighted to be joined in studio by world champion coach, Mr. Sean O'Hagan. Double. Double. Double, double world double champion. Double Max Eales. there we go. Double world champion coach. Well, congratulations. First first things first, a new, yeah. new world champion.
1: Yeah, Max Eels, Um would have thought of that, eh? Yeah. You know, going back, what, four or five fights. Yeah. So he's come a long, long way.
0: He has, he was in with us last week, we were just talking about it, and, uh, you know, proper, I don't know they call him the Cinderella man, but a proper, you know, heartwarming story of, you know, great determination, self-belief, you know, look where it can take you. They'll have to make a movie.
1: You know, when you say about that Cinderella man, mm. you, you couldn't get anything closer really, could you? Yeah. Um, I mean, Max, is, he didn't have a very good run prior mm. to that, um, I think with boxing what you've got to do is if there's an opportunity there then mm-hmm. you've got to have a go, you've got to take it. So we, we knew that he won't fighting at the way it should have been. But yeah. opportunities if few and far between in boxing mm-hmm. now, so he had to take it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um but yeah, he's a lot more comfortable with this uh, this new lightweight thing and mm-hmm. You know, he's done really, really well. Absolutely over at home with him.
0: He has done. Do you take on board or do you recognise, you know, the boxing fans who say that it was you that brought this out in him?
1: No. I think it's evident to anybody who knows anything mm. about boxing. Um, I think them skills have always been there. Yeah. Um, like I say, he, he boxed at a weight that really were a little bit light for him. Mm-hmm. Um and he knew all that at the time, but like opportunities come along, and like I say, the fuel far between. Mm-hmm. So he had to take those opportunities. I think he was un, hard done by um, when he was fighting like a Martin, uh, Martin Ward. Yeah. Um, so he's not really at robert rubber green at Maxey.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, stopped in I suppose four rounds or five rounds by yeah. um, what's his name? What do you call him? Super Feather.
0: Sam Bowen, um, Sam, Bone, Sam exactly, Bowen, yeah.
1: yes, yeah. Uh, how did he come back from that? Mm. You know, well, what he did, he took himself away. Um, he moved house then from mm. kind of Doncaster way, he'd moved up to Wakefield, which is not so far from us, and he came in training. Mm-hmm. Um, but he actually retired, Maxie, from uh, boxing. Came and he trained, and he felt a little bit better. And as time goes on, he sees all oh, the lads getting ready to fight, mm. and he just said, "I might have another go." Mm. So. Um, there, we had it. I mean, his first fight with, uh, with me were Liam Walsh. Mm-hmm. What we were looking for really were a good performance um, and getting the rounds out, mm-hmm. which he did. So that was something that was a good base to start working with there. Mm-hmm. Um, he came out of it okay, put a real good display on against a world level fighter in Liam Walsh, and that kind of told us, yeah, this is something they had to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, And it's been hard. We've spent a lot of time together, me and Max, you know. Sometimes it's only me and him in in the gym studying ring and we're moving about nice and slow and step here, Mm -hmm. step there. Half steps and cute little counters and slips and that sort of thing. But um, I think he's got it off to a tee now. Mm -hmm. And I'm pleased for him. I'm as pleased for myself knowing that I kind of got that little bit right, you know. So he's always had the skills there. Mm -hmm. It, just a matter of putting them together knowing when to stay when not to stay um, a little bit of fight strategy um, mm-hmm. and it he is, you know a world champion
0: when you look at you know the the strategy that you're saying that you implement with someone like maxi who you know came in you, you weren't always um you know guiding him in in his career and stuff like that how have you learned to adapt to the fighter you know what has it been for you
1: I've not worked with a great deal of southpaws, mm. um, and at first it took me a little while. I'll be honest; it took me a little while to get to grips with it. Mm. A lot of trainers will say, "Oh, I can do this. I can do that. It don't bother me." I, I think it does really. I think they're not telling all truth. Yeah. So for me, I think the reason for a little bit of success with Max is because I had to approach it a little bit slower.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I didn't. You couldn't just stand there and shout odds at him and shout instruction at him and. It, so it made me study a little bit. Right. It made me study a little bit. And then I got that scenario, Southpaw against Southpaw, and I thought, mm. i will really have to uh, apply myself <laughs> here with this one. <laughs> anyway, we didn't, it worked out, you know, we tried. we've had some fantastic sparring. Um, mm-hmm. People like uh, Evaldez Costas, mm-hmm. um, Ivor Clements trained him. Um, we had Jake Goodwin in-house sparring. Um, we had... Darren Tetley, real good quality Southpaw from Leeds with Mick Marsden. And they all give me opportunity to be able to work around these, you know, little things that needed working on, really. Yeah. Southpaw against south. Nobody likes Southpaws, anyway. Mm-hmm. Southpaw <laughs> on Southpaw. Well,
0: yeah,
1: you know, it's everybody's nightmare. But, um, yeah, we've adapted well together. We've, we've really mm. now... I would think... Um, <coughs> excuse me. I would think that in... Uh, last two fights, we've really kind of come together. Mm-hmm. I think before that it were trainer and fighter. I think now we're a bit of a unit mm-hmm. and find it really easy to work together. Not all fighters are, are easy to work with, mm. but with Maxie it's great. It's like having a... I don't know if he mentioned it, it's like having a remote control. He did, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, and it really, really is. It's, mm-hmm. that, it's that easy to work with.
0: Is that yeah. one of the key elements, would you say, in... You know, what makes up the elite level fighter is that they have that ability to be able to just go on direction or go on, listen to the corner and to, to be like that they're yeah. attached to a remote control, I suppose. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> I'll give you an example.
1: In that last fight, 5th round Maxi caught him with a good shot mm. and that one, it just jumps on him. And I thought, please, Max, don't blow it. Don't yeah. blow it. Um Came back to the corner... I will, I'll be honest with you, I would a little bit, well, he might have, he might have blown his load here. Mm. Anyway, he gets started down and I says, so he might say, i will take a round off. He went, no, I'm just getting my second wind.
0: Yeah.
1: I said, well, let's do it. Let's do it clever then, you know, let's not do that again. Mm. And he went, I thought, and I'm thinking there, he's got another seven ounce to go.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, but he um, he handled it lovely. He did everything mm. he would told. So just that one little bit, but...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: He went out an hour long as it goes. You know, he says, I'm just, I'm just getting my second wind. Uh, so, yeah, no, it's very, very easy to work with Maxi, mm. You know, we just kind of gel. Yeah. All right. And for me, you know, it's all right. Maxie's got his uh, his belts there. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: but for me, it's another world champion, you know. Yeah.
0: We spoke about it last week when he was on the podcast. Um, and we're talking about that clip that Matrium, Dazone had put out and... Um, it's that moment when Josh is getting his hands wrapped, he's getting warmed up and Maxi has just won the belts and he comes in and there's that response from the room. You know, Josh looks happier than he, nearly he was when he won his belts, you know what I mean? For him, yeah. everyone's delighted. And I think for boxing fans who watch that, they sort of got a sense of the sort of camaraderie and the family element yeah. that you have in the gym that you've kind of festered, you know?
1: I would really do. Um it's like I don't treat Maxie or Reese Mould or Josh any differently to mm. each other. It's, um, they're all my boys really, you know. Mm. I like like you say that dressing room, it's a little bit special that we have. Yeah. Along with other trainers that help us, you know, there's Nick Manners, there's Abed, mm.
0: uh,
1: there's Andrew Langford as strength and conditioning guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, it, it's a real, real good tight,
0: mm-hmm. tight
1: unit and we all work together very, very well. Absolutely. You know, and You know, when first came to us, he said, All I want," I said, what do you want out uh, of boxing, Max? And he said, mm. I want a belt. I've been eight years now. And yeah. I ain't got a belt. I just want a belt. So I said, well, we'll see what we can do, you know. And um, like I say, you could see that. I'm thinking, you've got to get this right, Sean. Mm. You've got to get this right. You can't let him down. And then it were, I wouldn't mind paying my mortgage off. I thought, oh, geez, no pressure than Max. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I said, well, this fight is not going to do it, but maybe next one. Yeah, 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 yeah that's all right. I'm thinking, so I've not just got to do a one now. I've got to do two. Yeah. Keep him unbeaten, you know, because he's got his belts now. Mm-hmm. And then he, oh, I want to win that world title.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's all right, Max, do you'll put so much pressure on me.
0: But is that good for you, though, that, you know, you see in him that as as the goals get met, a new one creeps in? Is that what you want to see as a coach? I love it, Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Because it proves that, I mean, I get a lot of stick, that people forget what we we have actually done. Yeah. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. And what we've done, I mean, in Josh, we took a kid who's never been through England Mm. Academy or set-up, um, never boxed for England, Mm -hmm. never went on a training squad with him. Um, He would just train by himself. Mm. He wasn't outstanding at anything, but he would okay at everything, you know? So we brought him from... Kinda of nothing, and he's gradually gone through the uh, through ranks. And you know when I say gone through ranks, English, British, Commonwealth, European, WBC International defended it a few times. Mm. IBF um, world title. You know and he's been in with some good fighters. Mm-hmm. Um, apart from him, then there's Rishi Mold, there who's another fighter. All right, he had a little bit of a slip up against Leewood. Mm-hmm. He just had a little uh, moment of his own where he didn't stick to the game plan. Yeah. But I would have had another world champion there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you, you can look back and say, if only he'd have this, if only he'd that. Yeah. You know what? I've got to be honest and say, a little bit more experience. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a bit early. Lee Wood's a very, very good fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think it came a little bit too early for Reese. He just wasn't ready for it at that time. And a very difficult time in the middle of the pandemic. Yeah. We've seen all kinds of upsets. Um. Mm-hmm. So we'll forget about that one and we're starting again. You yeah. know. So we're um but yeah, I'm hoping there's more to come. I forgot a point now. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's we're what having I'm a say, great conversation. Uh, no, no, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm gonna say. Despite winning what we've won. And you yeah. know, I've had a little bit of success with other fighters as well. Mm. And people say, Yeah, but that would have won off. They forget about the yeah. like, I don't know how many years I've had work leading up to it. Yeah. They forget about the success in amateurs. Mm-hmm. Beating people shouldn't have been amateurs. Yeah. And they forget all that and they go, yeah, well, it just a one off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So first ever, um, first ever world champion from Leeds. I've got to say male world champion because there were a female in Leeds that... Right won a bit of a Mickey Mouse world title. She won't be she won't be happy when she is, but it will
0: <laughs> She definitely won't be happy. She never.
1: definitely won't. But it is what it is and you've got to be yeah. honest. One, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. honest. Yeah. She won't be happy. So I'll say male world champion from Leeds. Yeah. <laughs> Before I'll write his get on it and yeah. um <laughs> and that's industry of boxing. Yeah. So we've done okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But People would still say, yeah, but it was just a one-off, it we were lucky. Yeah. Doing it again with Max Hughes, coming from a losing and turning him into British WBC International World Champion. And now they're saying, yeah, but it's not a real-world title. Mm-hmm. Well, look what that kid did to James Tennyson in a minute yeah. uh, first round, you know. I don't know anybody who would risk putting their fighter in with him. Mm-hmm. Very, very good fighter, on
0: mm-hmm. you know. Very good. And up until the bell, you know, people were still writing off Maxie saying that he wouldn't be able to do it. You know, even even after all the upsets, like the John O'Car, like everything that had gone along, like he, he had upset so many people, so many fighters, yeah. and still he was being wrote off.
1: Yeah, I mean, they do, uh, but they don't see what, we do, what we're yeah. doing in the gym. They don't see, you know, even how we speak, to it, how we talk, the, the, I think the missing Maxie's uh, natural ability is durable, is Maxi. Yeah. And he can change the uh, rhythm of a fight and the pace of a fight Mm
0: -hmm.
1: when he decides that he needs to, if you like.
0: Yeah.
1: So he might all of a sudden, just for an example, seventh round, he might just think, do you know what, I've just dropped off a little bit here, so I'm going to change things up. And he does, he's very good at that. He doesn't necessarily rely on his corner 100% to tell him, you've got to throw this, you've got to throw that. You know, he'll come back and say, we've got to turn it up a bit now, Max, but we've got to do it clever. Yeah. So you see him rolling out at angles, you see him with little single counters. You see little two phase attacks, but then he saw another opening, so that became a three phase attack. Mm-hmm. And every time he's thrown, he's landing clean and it's catching out mm-hmm. judges, you know. He's he's a very, very clever fighter. And I'm really looking forward to uh I think as we kind of as we speak, we're waiting for a little bit of news for Max Hughes. Um, Good stuff. um so there could be some big news coming soon
0: good stuff well, we won't fight. get that exclusive out of you but big we know fight. it's coming <laughs> big it's coming I can't I really can't say no I know you can't it's of course in case that's... it don't happen but yeah,
1: I think it'll be you'll be first to know. thank you very much Sean O'Hagan. O'Hagan thank Sino. you very
0: much is that, is it, have you got Irish Irish uh, heritage
1: yeah my granddad. yeah
0: right yeah, okay from, cause it's a very Irish name Sean and O'Hagan will Ilfram be very Falls
1: Irish in Belfast very so, good uh, Okay. Catholic side at all, if you like.
0: Yeah. Mick Conlon, yeah. Jamie Conlon, they're all from up that way. Good lads, them. Yeah. All good yeah, lads, yeah. yeah.
1: But um, I speak to Jamie a bit and I like Mick. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Great. Two yeah. great, two great guys. Actually, the whole Conlon family because there's two other brothers and then their dad, Johnny, as well.
1: Smashing lads there yeah. also. And I, I do like the shows where they're on, you know. Yeah. Um, real good carry on.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, I um I mean, used to watch Jamie. As, a, as an amateur, yeah,
0: Jamie was a great fighter. Yeah. wasn't shy James, of a tear up, I tell you. Michael
1: coming along, yeah, as well. <laughs> I think Michael's a little bit more skillful, yeah, than Jamie, were, but you know, I, I do like, I, I used to like watching him, yeah, yeah, yeah that's, really uh, good. that's good. Good lads, small world. I wonder if yeah.
0: you're related to him in some way, you never know, you never know. Well, yeah.
1: I think it was my granddad, yeah, it was my granddad. Now, um, I have got it all written down, this at so, home, but uh. My granddad were brought up in St Vincent's, which were right. Dr. Bernardo's okay. orphanage, if you like. Yeah. Um, and he went on, he joined forces, and he were, um, he were very successful with boxing in forces, Combined Services champion a couple of times. Right. Uh, he decided then that they had to leave Belfast, and he came over here and landed in Middlesbrough. Right. Where he met my grandma. And then thought, you know what, we won't go to New York, we won't go to Canada, we won't go to Australia, we'll go to Leeds.
0: Come on, Leeds. So he did set
1: himself <laughs> up with a cobbler by trade. And he set himself up in the uh, tap room of a pub on Burley Road in Leeds and it was called the Highlander, or at the time the Highland Laddie. Right. So literally, the house would joined onto the pub. And that's where he was said about of, well, mending the boats and everything no way. else. Yeah, yeah. A proper Irishman, little fella, flat cap, pipe, that sort of thing. Really? Yeah.
0: So would you? So is that your your dad's dad or your mum's dad? No, it's my mum's dad. Your mum's dad. Yeah. So was she yeah. grown up in that house as well? Then. Yeah,
1: she. Yeah, my mum. Yeah, yeah.
0: No way. So yeah,
1: um, proper and typical, uh, typical kind of Irish, based family if you like. Yeah. They, they went on. There were um, eight kids, nine kids.
0: Yeah. Um, Sounds a bit right.
1: And at that point, it must have slipped his memory that he actually had another missus and another lot of kids in Ireland.
0: <laughs> so, definitely sounds Irish. So it's definitely, uh, yeah,
1: definitely a proper Irish mother. Right,
0: OK, OK. Yeah. So there was a big family so then. There was a big family,
1: so yeah. we have probably still got...
0: Yeah.
1: Well, we have still got relations over there, don't fall,
0: so, well, you're yeah. saying you do love to go over, you do love to visit Belfast. I, love it. I yeah. love it, and I don't
1: know do all that religious thing, really, so yeah. much, you know what I mean? I'm over there, I'm not over there on any other grounds and having a good time. Yeah. And I do like it, I absolutely mm. love it, you know.
0: And my yeah. missus loves it, she likes yeah. it more than me. It's a know? beautiful city, yeah. it, really it really is, It really yeah. is nice, yeah. Yeah, and there's some lovely... Um, some great history. There's some great history there as well, you know. So I know loads of people. It just love feels like
1: that. after all the all the troubles and everything, mm. it just feels like people have just gone a big sigh of relief. Absolutely, yeah. And now centre of Belfast it seems to be that nobody's bothered or what sat next to her, or all the drinking no, with or eating with or all. shopping with. Yeah. But yeah I love it. Absolutely, Good it. stuff. it's full
0: characters. they would be delighted to hear that, yeah. Belfast. You have an honorary honorary guest coming back. There we go, yeah. Um, so for you then, I mean, what was what was your kind of introduction to boxing when you started out?
1: Well, I mean, everybody will tell you that they've done this and they've done that and they've done everything else. Yeah. In fact, what they're doing is they're telling you a little bit of truth and about that much <laughs> that they think they've done. Well, man, were nothing more than messing about in a gym. Yeah. Going back now to eighties, or very little working leads. Mm. Um, and I worked for a security company. I went and worked in London for a while. Um, I worked uh, pub doors down in Gravesend, down Chelsea, um, all around the area, mm-hmm. Kent. Um, and of course, doing what I did, I went a doorman. not a very good one. It was just a little bit of youthful vigor that kept me going really. Yeah. Um, and I did that for quite a lot of years, even when I came back to Leeds, but my background in boxing was purely being, being able to not get a good idea on a Friday and Saturday night in Leeds.
0: Yeah. Um, Serves its purpose.
1: Didn't, didn't have no big name. Yeah. N- never claimed to be an hard case, never claimed to be better than anybody else because I want it what I needs must. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do I take a gamble so I can feed myself here and pay my rent? Or,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, so... Um, yeah that that was basically my back I'd want to tour these what they call, uh, white collar belts now mm. I want to tour these unlicensed things because I think when you're training and everybody thinks you want to try yourself out a bit
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, I think what I'll do is I'll just say that I won't like right good at it yeah not at all. I think what's happened is with my my background in boxing is that I've always trained it I've always trained, but if I'm going to be honest, that were they all focus. How not to get beat mm. up on a Friday Saturday night? That was it. Yeah, that was my background.
0: So. Well, it's a very, very honest, honest account. Well, it is,
1: and uh, you know what? People say, "Well, if you've never boxed as a professional, this that, or that. Mm. and other." I don't agree with that.
0: You, you, do you disagree with that claim that to be a good coach, you have to have had that experience in the ring?
1: Who else has got a world champion from Leeds mm. in the history of boxing? Yeah. No, I don't believe it. I think you need to experience what it feels like yeah. to climb in,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which I do. I've experienced it. Yeah. Regardless of whether I got filled in or I did okay, yeah. it, it do not matter. Mm-hmm. It's the loneliest place in the world and scared me to death. Mm-hmm. And I didn't do loads and loads, it was just a few times. But not very good at it, it not for me, mm-hmm. really. Um, so it was just playing about and training, really. Were you
0: a boxing fan? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Always a boxing fan. And I think trainers, if, if you've won a, a world title, don't necessarily mean you're going to train a world champion.
0: Mm-hmm. If
1: you've been a British champion, don't mean you're going to train a British champion, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: I think with coaching, is about a massive part of it is man management. Yes. Also, your fighters have got to have faith in you. Mm-hmm. They've got to know that when they walk to that ring, and it is a lonely, horrible place, mm-hmm. they've got to know that they're in safe hands. Yeah. They've got to walk to that ring thinking, there's no way I can be beat tonight because I've got best trainer here. Mm-hmm. I've got best, I've done everything. We've covered everything. Yeah. And that's what a lot of it's about, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, I think it's about being good at what you do.
0: 100%. You know,
1: And I'll have loads of knockers and say this and they'll say, yeah, what does he know? Well... Mm-hmm. Get yourself a couple of world titles and everything else in between, yeah. And then I'll listen to your opinion, you know. Mm. But yeah, no, 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 big extreme boxing.
0: So how do you do deal with with those opinions? Because especially at the level that your son Josh Warrington, is at, Maxi Hughes now, obviously Reese Mole coming up as well, like that level of fighter and the platform they're on opens you them the whole team up to criticism um you know people having an opinion on what should be done what shouldn't be done it's kind of the almost like the although it's needed because it's the fans and it's social media and everything kind of seems like a very draining um you know draining experience to have to go through I mean look at the weekends obviously we had Joshua Usyk you know the the social media is filled with Everyone is a coach. Well, is, yeah. Everyone's a coach. Everyone's Everyone is an experienced, you know, fighter, coach, the whole lot. <laughs> so for you and your team, you know, how have you managed to sort of navigate that?
1: Before we take a fight.
0: Yeah.
1: I even asked my own lad, my own son, mm. do you want me for this fight? Don't say Eckers, yeah, and I'm your dad,
0: because
1: mm. I bother? bothered. I said, what you need to do is decide who's the best man for the job.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I said to Maxi, Reese Mould there as well. There's no contract between trainer and fighter.
0: Yeah.
1: And I'm still here. You mm. know what I mean? And I think um what it's done now is it's kind of give them all a little bit of hang on, there must be somewhere here now because mm. he's not just done it once, it's not by chance. He's done it a couple of times. Yeah. No, to all my knockers, I just say, listen, go do what I've done. You know what I mean? It's not about other people and it's about you. Yeah. And you can do it if you want. You know, I mean, I've never been scared to ask anybody's advice or opinions. Um, I mean, you know, a guy there called Tony Foster, um, and lots of other people you know from all I've never been scared to ask advice. I mean, I remember when I'd just started training in amateurs and I went down to Tony Foster, really well-known in Leeds, a bit of a legend in Leeds, and I said to him, Tony, what would you do here? He said, this is what I'd do. And he'd, practice, he'd show you practically. Then I'd take that away. And I thought... It works. It mm. works. You know, so I've never been scared, so I'd ask the advice of people that have been above me, yeah. if you like. Um, and I'm fortunate that because of what we're doing, a little bit of success, we've had I'm in contact with a lot of people. Like mm. that. I've even gone to people and says to them, you know, do me a favour, let me know if I miss out. In other words, keep an eye on me. Yeah. You know. I've worked so had some very, very good trainers in amateurs and professional ranks, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, one trainer, I mean, if you got drawn against these lads in championships in amateurs, it used to scare you to death. Were Mick Bromby from Hull, St Paul's. St Paul's were the ultimate in amateur boxing at one stage. Every time you looked down on his list, it was St Paul's. Every time you looked down England, it was St Paul's. And that without out of Mike Bromby, very, very good coach. Mm-hmm. Another one from there, Martin Dawson. Those uh, son Billy's a trainer now, and uh, Martin, another excellent coach. Mm. Steve O'Rourke. Absolutely, These are all guys I could go on all day and all night. But these are all guys that I've, I've pinched little bits from, and I've listened to their advice and still mm-hmm. do. You know, so
0: is that important to you that you know you expect your fighters, people at the gym, you expect them to keep learning and growing and asking questions and, and taking the answers. So is it important for you to, to have that growth as well?
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think it's not a case of me developing fighters. Yeah. It's a case of working together as a team and growing together. Mm-hmm. Um, and even the other guys around me, you know, Nick Manners, plays a big part in things. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to work a lot with Jimmy Allington. You know, there's things you can take from everybody and the ball played a part in the success, you know. Some of us are not speaking anymore, but yeah. forgetting all that, I don't have no problem with anybody in boxing, really, mm-hmm. at all. And everybody who I've been in contact with in boxing, they've all got a little part to playing the success that mm-hmm. we're having now, um,
0: you know. Is that the secret that, you know, of longevity in the sports? would you think? I think
1: so, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Then you get your ones on outside that you might want to be a couple of miles away from them mm-hmm. and they all you hear is all this from you know?
0: Yeah.
1: And I just think, why? You should be working together. Mm-hmm. Everybody should be working together and mm-hmm. putting these things to one side, whatever grievances they are, and mm-hmm. then maybe you'd have your success, you yeah. know? Um, but like I say, I think it is about being good at what you do, but mm-hmm. also you've got to be open, you've got to be honest, you've got to value other people's mm-hmm. opinions. There's too many people in boxing that want to do it themselves yeah. and saying it's all down to them. Mm-hmm. when really it's an individual sport but behind the scenes is a massive team effort behind absolutely. it
0: absolutely for you you know having that relationship with your son <clears throat> father son and also coach students coach fighter you know how is that experience oh it's, it, at times it can it's be it's probably worse for him than it is for you <laughs> at times it can be challenging because he still knows best Yes. Still knows best. So the roles are reversed in, in a way. Not,
1: his success is nothing to do with me. It's all down to him.
0: <laughs> yeah?
1: It's all down to him. <laughs> but, um, no, it can be challenging at
0: times. Yeah.
1: I think what we were good at is not letting it come into us personal lives. I mean, for a mm. on a Sunday, everybody used to kind of meet at my house. There could have been 15, 20-odd people there for dinner on a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what what we were good at is any disagreements I, inside the gym and they're entitled to their opinion because they're fighting, mm. you know. They can argue and they can have their opinion and everything else and, you know, at the end of the day, it just come down to them. They employ the trainer, they employ the corner yeah. team. But um, what we do in the words of the great Brian Clough, if me and Josh have a disagreement, we sit down and we discuss it for half an hour then we decide how we're right. <laughs>
0: that sounds like a process i could get behind that sounds like my process is there but you know has that sort of relationship you know getting to the point now where it it obviously works because look what the work that's been done has that taken a long time to get to that
1: we've always been close me and my kids because i had them for last few years of the growing up yeah i had them on my own you see yeah um I think we've always been very, very close.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Me and all my kids, really.
0: Yeah, how many uh, is there in total? Oh, there's a few. <laughs> there's
1: a few. <laughs> and then I met my missus now, uh, Miranda. I met Miranda, I think, nine years ago.
0: Yeah.
1: And she had three.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we're my half a dozen and her three. There's like nine of them.
0: So nine. Sundays are busy in your house Sundays then?
1: Sundays are busy. my. Every yeah. day is busy. You won't want my Christmas bill. <laughs> I'm telling you, you won't want my (laughs) Christmas bill. We don't like Christmas. (laughs) No, me and Josh, we um, we were very good at separating gym business from family business. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And no doubt at times I've sat there thinking, what a tosser. You know what I mean? He don't like that from me. Mm. And he sat there thinking, (laughs) probably worse. I don't repeat what he's probably thinking. Um, But we've been good at separating it, yeah, yeah. And then of car's even more so. His missus, bless her, mm-hmm. Natasha, she's very, very neutral.
0: Yeah.
1: Even you can look at her and I know what she's thinking. She's thinking, that's my husband you're talking about here. Yeah, no. yeah. In early days, this my boyfriend. Yeah. And you can tell that she really wants to open her mouth and tell you. Yeah. But she stays neutral. Mm. Do you know what I mean? She's, yeah. um, we've got a good carry on really. And then since twins have come along as well.
0: Yeah. He's grown They're up beautiful yeah. They're
1: beautiful children. They're beautiful, two
0: little girls.
1: Lovely, so, yeah. Yeah. Well, they are, yeah. They are, they are lovely, but uh, there's a few more than just them.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but they are lovely. I mean, my missus absolutely adores them. She's... Uh, yeah. I've just been... I've, I've had a sunroom built on the back of my house. Now, <coughs> oh, <coughs> excuse me. I Come must on. be the only man in the world that's had a sunroom built and then decided that it's too hot in here. <laughs> so we've put another sailing in it. And we turn it into an extension. <laughs> These are being my house is not a massive house, it's a three-bed house, but it's quite a lot of us. Yeah. So we've done various things to get by and out sleeping arrangements and everything. Yeah. Uh, so we've got this sunroom idea being when the twins or the other kids want to stay, I've got to sleep in the uh, sunroom that's now it's not a sunroom, but I've got to sleep in the extension, I'll call it. on a pull-out sofa bed. While they're having it luxurious upstairs.
0: Uh, I think yeah. I'm going to take out my tiny violin here for you next shot too. Yeah.
1: So that's what... Uh, yeah,
0: so why are yeah. you saying you have a terrible life? Is that what we are to believe?
1: Yeah. Yeah, silly. But no, it's all right. We have a good, really
0: good carry-on. But that's, that whole, you know, big family, having all the kids, grandkids, like that must be amazing, though. I mean, I'm sure you're, you know... It is. You're a Rex is. as well, Like, but that's... You know, I imagine celebrating moments like you've had with Josh and the moments like, you know, your, your success then with other fighters, that has to yeah. be a great, like, commotion when you get home and everyone comes over and stuff.
1: It is. I mean, we don't get it so much now. I, I like to um, kind of skip away quietly after that. Yeah. You know, even when we, when we beat Lee Selby Football title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all going man in the ring, their lead's Leeds first ever world champion and uh, male male world champion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I wired you, I thought, well, all, all, all the hard work's done now. We've done it. Mm. So, what I did was well, that, and I don't do it for any sort of recognition or anything. I thought, I'm just stood here walking out and we're just walking down, clapping and thinking, well, I've done now, you know what I mean? No yeah. so dying for a fag. <laughs> so, what I did was, well, I went <laughs> over to the top, spoke to the two people, and then I slid out. Yeah. Went outside, had a fag, did an interview and then I come back and got back in and they were still there. (laughs) So.
0: (laughs) You could have got yourself a point as well. Yeah, yeah.
1: So we, uh, I think I did actually, yeah, yeah.
0: But you know, in those moments, like, you know, there'll be people at home that'll hear that and, you know, they'll just, they won't understand it because there's such fanfare in those moments where, you know, it's such a big deal. But for you, is it like, like you say, the work's been done now. That's it. Well, when did it hit you? When did the property hit you that why he had achieved?
1: It well, With World title. Yeah. I think it hit me when I'd been, when I'd been. For some reason, I'd gone past Ellen Road.
0: Mm.
1: I'd been to look at a second-hand care. I wanted an old, I wanted an old banger to just take it dogs out and stuff. Yeah. And I'd been past Ellen Road, so I was, Oh, coming back, as you're driving along Ellen Road itself and the ground comes into view and you're mm. getting closer and closer. There was a massive billboard. And it would Now we've seen him on billboards before, but there were a massive billboard and it said IBF World Champion, there's a picture of him there. And I looked up like that. And I thought, yeah, that's about like that, yeah, yeah. And that was when it kind of hit me.
0: Yeah.
1: And that was maybe week after the fight. Mm you know I mean you don't get chance here because there's all the fallout after the fights and Mm. everything else you know Um, so I think it was then and then I think when we got the Carl Frampton fight got announced I was kind of pleased about it but a bit disappointed as well because I always liked Carl Frampton yeah always liked him Mm. the guys that were training him at the time were Nigel Travis and uh, Jamie Moore Jamie Moore yeah Jamie was another one I used to like Mm as I do Ricky Atten. Mm-hmm. So, for all you want these big fights and you want to win and everything, I'm thinking it's going to be a shame with Phil Carlin on Saturday night because I yeah. like him. I've always liked him. <laughs> do you know what? I genuinely like him. Yeah. I liked yeah. him as a fighter. The fact that we were fighting him were a little bit... I don't know how to describe it because it, we were pleased we got the fight. Mm. But... Disappointed it with Cal, yeah. Even Lee Selby, people said, "Oh, no, it's rubbish that he didn't like him." I said, I "Did like him? I liked mm. Lee Selby as a fighter. I watched him through amateurs and everything else. It's going to be hard because he was so sure that he was going to walk through us. Mm. And there was actually a time during that fight when I'm watching him there and he's all cutting, he's bleeding and pressure's on. And I'm thinking, he's going to lose his world title.
0: Yeah.
1: I wasn't thinking about, yeah, we're going to win. Well, I was." And then, just for a split second, this kid's going to lose his world title. How's he going to cope with it? I hope yeah. he's all right, type thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's genuine. Yeah, I don't like to see people getting
0: hurt. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a lovely recollection, to be honest, because well, we don't really see that that often, no. do we? No,
1: and everyone's, people everyone's genuinely being be... nasty in the build up. The yeah. grief between him and Josh. Mm. And I don't think they want not even build it in fact. a genuine needle between them both. Yeah. And I found it difficult because I didn't mind the kid. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I really didn't. Some of Lee's um, little bit of background and history, I can relate to myself. Yeah. Growing up myself. Yeah. So I really did. Kind of, I didn't have any needle personally with him. Mm-hmm. Um, He's sailing team, maybe, yeah. But not him personally. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do like him and I liked him as a fighter. Yeah, seen his opportunities and he
0: took him. So, that- I mean, it's a it's a strange one though, isn't it? When you look at, you know, because we're in, we're in boxing, we we see it, we know it has to happen. It's you know, we I don't think we we think about it that much, but you know, in the context of life, it's a bit of an unusual situation to find yourself in at times. You know that it is to these two teams, two families, they're coming together. You know, only one can win. Sad.
1: It's it hard is hard, and, um, yeah. I can see how a lot of people, you know, you can see p, you can look at trainers, you can tell the nervous. People think mm-hmm. that of me. I have a little bit of nerve damage, so sometimes yeah. I get a bit of involuntary movement at neck or jaw or whatever. Yeah. It's been described as, oh, it's clearly on gear, or it's clearly this, or it's clearly this. Or, <laughs> I
0: can I confirm there was I no needles here I today. Don't to,
1: <laughs> I don't have to explain myself <laughs> to them. But you do get people like that, you know what I mean? And it's like... Yeah. Um, for me, so getting back to uh, I forgot where we were now, but yeah, like Willie Selbit, and I'm thinking mm. his dad's got to watch him. Yes, you know what I mean, and I, I mm. kind of like and the, the little bit that I know about him, mm. very very similar to my kind of background and history as well as a yeah. as a kid. So you
0: know, had a bit of compassion
1: for him. I did have a bit of compassion for him. Mm. Yeah, 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 I like the kid, and then you've got to think his brother's got to watch this as well. Yeah. You know, I know exactly how they felt because when Josh got beat, mm. I saw what it did to my, his brothers. Yeah. And myself. Well, for myself, he, um, after it all, after disappointment and everything, they said, oh, man, I can't believe I got beat. Can't believe I got stopped. Can't believe I got knocked out. Mm. And then he says, anyway, he says, you weren't even bothered. I will set his table with a cup of coffee. He says, what do you mean I wasn't bothered? Because all bothered. I said, I'm looking at that thinking... I've ordered a new camper van. <laughs> and I need the next fight. <laughs> I said, I had to hang up and cancel the camper van. He said, you what bothered you? just stood over me with your arms like on your hips, pulling your trousers up, just like glancing down at me. I said, what do you want me to do? I said, "You doctor's here, it's paramedics and all that. Yeah. You were all right. I said, you were being dramatic anyway. He's like, I oh, know. Sean, well. come on. have been dramatic. Has it ever had worse than that in Leeds <laughs> City Centre on a Saturday night? Stop it over. You did not.
0: Stop that now. Did you
1: saying, Pick yourself up and we crack on and we go again, don't we? Mm. And I think that's what he was so disappointed with at heading the Stadium. He wanted to finish the job.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: But it was looking good despite all his haters saying that it was going to get done. It was. Yes. Because I'm watching him there and I watched him catching shots. I watched him mm. take one or two heavier shots. Um, and then I watched the little cute counters underneath and mm-hmm. outside. And I'll tell you now that if that fight had gone on though, no way he, was mm. gonna, he wouldn't have allowed himself this time. You know, there were a few factors in the first one that mm. I won't go into. Um, yeah. No excuses. Don't make excuses, I can give a reason, but I won't give excuses. Yeah. Boxing's supposed to be competitive. Everyone's on about Anthony Joshua now. I mean, come on, I remember days where you used to sit down and watch it because you think, this is a good fight, who's going to mm-hmm. win? Everybody expected Anthony Joshua at it. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought Joshua was going to walk through him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Everybody. And that's what they turn on for. And yeah. I think, Al, ah, there's something wrong here. It's same as when you go to a show and you get a, a fight order. You shouldn't be able to go down and say, he's winning that, he's, win, he's winning that, he's winning that. He should be looking at that going... It's going to be tight as this. It's going to be a good show. Yes. Because boxing should be competitive. Mm-hmm. It's the ultimate competitive sport.
0: Absolutely. Put beautifully. But we don't always see it like that, do we? We don't always see it like yeah. that. And
1: you go, oh, he's being beat. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, because all the guys are human as well.
0: Yeah.
1: And he wants it as badly as him. And mm-hmm. maybe it's setting him a bit lightly. Maybe there was an injury. Maybe there was something in... Um, Preparation, the didn't go right, but you know what? For whatever, it's a win all those thing, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. So for you, when you're, you know, when you're selecting the fights or you're you're accepting fights or picking fights, for you and your team, are, is that a factor in your mind? Are you saying oh, we're not <coughs> going to take that because that might be a bit too you know a lower level to you or it's an easier fight? We never turn the fight down. Mm.
1: Never ever turn the fight down. The only fight that we turned down, we didn't turn it down, we delayed it,
0: mm-hmm.
1: were Lee Selby yeah. and Josh when it was first put to us. Reason for that, for delaying that fight, is there a little bit of confusion over dates and everything. Uh, Eddie had come to us and says, what dates can you do? We then says, we can do any, but we cannot do that. Mm-hmm. because he's getting married, right? He didn't want to... Well,
0: that's a fair enough reason. He was <laughs> getting married. Yeah.
1: So we didn't want to be training while mm-hmm. preparation's going on because it was a big big event for him. Yeah. More so for his missus who really, um, you know, the sacrifices that she's had to make, mm-hmm. as much as him, really, and mm-hmm. he will not going to let her down. He said, what do I do here? She so don't let her down. Yeah. She's going to be by his side, you know, if it all goes wrong. She'll be one that's wiping your chin and pushing you around, you know, it's, but it's true. It is it's true. true. And, you know, you've got to be honest, it's yeah. it does happen. Um mm. usually because things have not been done properly, but we can't say that, can we? Yeah. But yeah, so just this once. Mm. Just this once. From being a kid, other well, kids used to get on the school bus, he used to run home. He used to go out on a night, he used to go to the gym. Mm. On a weekend. They'd all gather out local co-op having a fag and just being boys. Mm. He'd be doing his weekend job. You know, he's, he's worked full time. He went to uni and he trained mm. all at the same time. So just once, you know what, whatever anybody says, do what you want to do, do what you need to do, yeah. because it's family business, that. Yes. Anyway,
0: we started it out after, didn't we? So it doesn't really matter. But, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But that's a that's a that's a, a key moment there because I think you know for a lot of young fighters coming up, I think you know, and again, it's just a perception. I don't know for a fact, but it seems that this whole mindset of you've got to be selfish. I mean, you do have to be, I imagine, to do this. But some things are more important than than just fighting, right? Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Absolutely, of course they are. Mm-hmm. I think um, what people have got to remember is that boxing's a very, very... It's a tiny part of your life. Mm. And at some point, that episode will be over. It's like a paragraph in a book. Yeah. Once you've read it, it's done you move on to the next. It's mm-hmm. about progression, isn't it?
0: Yeah, Natural absolutely. progression.
1: So, at that time, it might be the most important thing in your life. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be looking back and regretting decisions you've made. Yeah. You know, you really don't. You want to look back and say, it's successful. I've got a bit of security I've provided Mm -hmm. for my family and my kids. Yeah. Future's good. It's looking bright. Absolutely. You um, you want to look back with no regrets, really. 100%.
0: Yeah. When you talk about, you know, when he was growing, when Josh, Josh Warrington, your son, (laughs) when he was... Allegedly. (laughs) (laughs) Allegedly. When he was growing up and you're saying like that, the lads are having a fag at the back of the co-op and, you know, out on the piss and different things... Did, he, did, did you ever have to nudge him with the with the stick or was it all off his own back? No,
1: all off his own back. Even as an 11-year-old, 10, 11-year-old, yeah, he was all off his own back. I've never seen anybody train like him. You know, I, more importantly, I mean, I'm proud of his little thing that he's got there. He's a dental technician by trade.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. I only found that out recently, yeah, actually. Yeah, I didn't know yeah. that, yeah.
1: Which well, you don't really say it because I'm sitting here with half a fire <laughs> in. Um, <laughs> But, yeah, I'm proud, of, I'm proud of everything he's done, really, you know. Yeah. I mean, he recently passed his motorbike test, so I'm pleased that he's done that. Yeah. You know, because mm. you, you think, you know what, he's done all this. Uh, as daft as it seems, I think, as a parent, you like to see your kids doing what they want to do, yeah. being able to do what they want to do. Mm. Now he can go on holiday where he wants, he can drive mm. what car he wants. He's been and bought himself a big, silly motorbike. Yeah. Um, He can buy his kids nice things, he lives mm. in a nice house. Mm-hmm. all through hard work really yes. really hard work i mean even now he'll still go out grafting tickets himself mm. delivering them and delivering them. i wish he could get out and deliver them to everybody who wants one mm-hmm. you know he's it, so he's really really put the effort in mm-hmm. um nothing has ever been handed to him mm. so yeah i'm I'm over, I'm over him really
0: but you've yeah. obviously played a part in that as well well, not
1: according to him, he's done it all himself, honey. I'm just there. I'm just <laughs> there for the ride. Right, eh? But he didn't lick it off a stone, just did there he? For right. But like I say, what we do is... What you've got to do with our Josh is... Uh, I don't know if we realise it. You've got to plant a seed. Yeah. And then let him think he's come up with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, you get informed. I'll yeah. get it right. Oh, well, I think
0: most women do that with most men, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. <laughs> but for you, was, um, you know, was there a moment... When he was growing up that year, you, you said something, something different here, something a little bit special about this kid.
1: You see, as a baby, he um, worked very well. Damaged lungs and everything yeah. else, he would want to be a little tiny. And mm. you know, Basically, take him, warm, nap, him, up, him wool on it will pick up on one and he will be all right. You know mm. what I mean? But uh, you could see there were a little bit of something in him. He was confident, even as a baby. Mm. You know, even as a kid, he was confident. Um, I mean, he started nursery. And straight away i think he'd been in there a week or something. I would call into nurse for some and I'm thinking the size of him. I mean he was ridiculous, know, honestly. Uh, one or two little things that he did really, you know what I mean? And mm. you just think a little bit of something there, you know. Yeah. Um I always liked running down away myself and um, it was a busy house, man. Mm. So there would always a lot of my older pals there, one or the two lads were. Quite well known in area, you know, and he was always like being round him and listening to the tales and everything else. And yeah, was just a lad off his state, lot off his state, but there know, a, a little bit of fire about him, you know what mm. I mean? But a, a good kid, generally good mm. kid, you know what I mean?
0: And was it Josh that came to you and said, "Can I do a bit of boxing?" Or were you like, "Mom, down to that gym now? Let's let's get started on this."
1: No, he actually started first doing a little bit of. Um, Taekwondo. A bit, bit of judo and a bit what of karate. The... Yeah. With uh kid who I used to work with called Mick Isaacs.
0: Right. He did a
1: little bit with him. I used to do a little bit with Mick training and what have you and just bang bags and that now and mm-hmm. again. But usually away, so he um he wanted to do something, he wanted to do a bit of karate, so I did a little bit of that and it wasn't really for him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we went down to the local gym there and I uh, did a little bit and found he had a knack for it, you know. Mm-hmm. So just carried on from there. Then as he got older, he wanted to fight. He was counting days down from being nine until being 11, so he could fight. Mm-hmm. And his first ever first ever fight were, I think it were Elite Boxing Club, Bracebridge. Right. It was their centenary do. And he opened the show, and I remember him uh, running in there because we were a bit late. And at the time, he was 28 kilograms. That's what he weighed. So
0: I <laughs> my on ankle is 28 kilos.
1: Joy Stone Joy And he sat there. With mm. The big guys, the seniors, were at the side of him. You know, mm. the know, he sat there in between them. Mm. And he's getting his boots on. Where's my things, Dad? Where's this? Where's that? he's getting his gear mm. on. And he said, to me, all right, mate? Are you all fighting tonight? And this big guy said, Yeah. He said, I'm opening. it, show me. Putting his boots on and all that. He's bouncing about. I'm ready. You know, it were. Uh, so yeah, some,
0: some memories there, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're good. What's been your most memorable or favourite night in the office? Do you have one? Are you allowed to say? Are you allowed to pick one? In boxing. Yeah.
1: Um, I can't pick one. Mm. Can't pick one out of them all. I really can't because uh, I've enjoyed it. All the way through. Mm. But I can't give a judgment on that now, because there's a lot more to come. Yes. You know, there's a lot more to come, even Josh might have a couple more fights and then call it a day, which you know, mm. if it's secure then why risk it, you know? Yeah. It might not, we never know. Mm-hmm. But there's Maxi coming through, there's Reese coming through, and there's one or two others. Mm-hmm. Um in the pipeline that I can't reveal at the moment you're full
0: of your secrets today aren't you (laughs) (laughs) one or two of
1: my knockers would not be happy (laughs) but what I suggest is that they start looking after the fighters because Mm. I've had a few phone calls
0: Mm. what is that like because I mean again you know when we look at boxing it's a small community, right? That's one thing I've learned. Can't,
1: can't burn your bridges, can
0: you? Can't burn your bridges. Can't and everyone knows everyone. Everyone talks to everyone. So when you have that, you know, people coming to you and, you know, have you... What am I trying to say here? What is what is the learned tactics or what is the, you I know... Just,
1: um, I just ask them, what is it that you're not happy with? yeah. And I am honest. I say, well, listen, it's going to be pretty much the same with me.
0: Mm.
1: If I ain't got time, I'll tell them I ain't got time. Um, I don't like too many because you can't concentrate on ones yeah. that you've got. Mm. And you're doing them an injustice, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think you've just got to be honest, mm. you know. You've got to be honest. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong, them, uh, them 10% are nice. <laughs> but if you're going to do it from a business point of view... Mm. And I know there's a lot of fighters, uh, uh, a journeyman, if you like, mm-hmm. and trainers are out every week with them getting the 10%, you know, the bread and milk money, if you like.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I just don't... I couldn't see myself really doing that, mm. going out with journeymen journeyman for 10%.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, for to pay bread and milk, I'd rather go work as a delivery driver or something, which I still do yeah. from time to time as well. Yeah. I still do that, yeah. still go out and earn me. Do you? Yeah, yeah of course it Yeah, I do, yeah, you yeah, do a yeah, bit.
0: Yeah. yeah, I do a bit. Um, and what, what's the bit about the butchers? Oh, that's me. Uh,
1: there's a pal of mine has um, a butchers, and it's um, it's iconic in Leeds Kirkgate Market. It's, right, um, call it Malcolm Michael's butchers. Right,
0: what's and, so special uh, about us?
1: I think it's the biggest butchers shop front. Retail shop from in Europe, if I'm not mistaken.
0: No way. Okay, yeah, so it is a proper. It's
1: iconic. People go there, Leeds Market, just to go to that butcher's in particular. Wow. But it just turns out there's a friend of mine, is, uh, Malcolm, the bloke that has it, and uh, Adrian, his partner. Yeah. I don't mean partner, partner. I mean his business partner. Right. If you're watching Adrian, I want not imply that you were like... <laughs> it matters these days. I mean, you might be. You don't have a look at that, but I don't know. No, so it's iconic. and You know what? It's Leeds Market. It's full of characters. I actually like going down there. I've keep, never been. You know, keeping in touch with people. It's a bit like. Um, it's a little bit like St James's in Belfast. If you like. Right, okay. Market, right, okay. Yeah. yeah, okay. But yeah, it's really good. So I still go down there and help out. I'll go down there and uh, do a little bit, a little bit of serving, a little bit of delivering, a bit of, a bit of not so much chopping up because I'm scared of them big things, you know, I'm missing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but some well, well, you obviously get recognised, do you? Especially in Leeds, would you not? Know?
1: Yeah, but do you know what it is in Leeds? Go on. People know that you're just the same as them. Yeah. So people come to what water and say, oh, it's, cause we're not so there really. they'll say, Well. How's he going on? I see he's alright. I say, you know he's like, sulking a bit, or is yeah. um somebody else will come along. Who are you fighting next? I said I'm gonna clone. You know what I mean? Alright. Like, yeah, but it must be so oh, get us a bit of that sausage, will you? <laughs> yeah, all right. And you talking away, oh, get us a couple of steaks as well. Yeah. are gonna knock a bit off or what you know, and it's just like that really.
0: Yeah. It's good, it's good.
1: So, yeah, I still do a little bit.
0: We're you Here and there, yeah. Good to hear, good to hear. And uh, rumour has it you're a bit of a dab hand in the kitchen, is that right?
1: I'm red hot in the kitchen.
0: Are you really, yeah? I'm red hot. Right, on. What, are you, what are you cooking? What's your specialty?
1: Without blowing me on some bit. Yeah. I'm just good with everything.
0: Give over. Really, Ser-
1: really? yeah? Seriously, yeah. yeah. Okay, Seriously. where did this come
0: from? Just... I ain't got a clue. I ain't got to clue.
1: I think uh, what I did was... I did a little bit. I've worked at places here and there. and all. I, I, I'm one of them that I've never, ever thought I was too good to do anything.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, long before the boxing, whatever mm-hmm. I needed to do to pay bills
0: mm-hmm.
1: and just survive and live, then I'd do it. And that's gone from cleaning to working mm-hmm. in cafes, takeaways, progress to restaurants, one or two hotels.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, of course, like I say, for the last few years, there were only me.
0: Mm.
1: And what I used to do, uh, and it'd be nice for kids to come home to a warm fire. Mm-hmm. So we've got a bit of a log burner going on there. And the smell of cooking. I thought, ah, that's it, I've cracked it. And do you know what? That's all they want. They come home from school or work mm-hmm. or whatever. They want to come into an home, don't they? 100%. And they want to feel warm, mm-hmm. cosy, smell of cooking. So it'll usually be one pot stuff to start off with. Yeah. And then I put the rest, mm. you know what I mean? And now it's just like, it's cuisine from all over the world, anything you like, honestly. I'm intrigued. We do stuff from, uh, every now and again, I might say, I'll do a park at her, so I'll do a park at her. You know, the old.
0: No, roll, I don't. Roll park
1: belly, trim roll park belly, and it'll be right. stuff we like, maybe. It's a stuffing, it might be chestnut, it might be mushroom might be sausage meat, herbs, spices, and it's all rolled up and tied. And it's a bit of an Italian celebration dishes, that one. Mm. Then uh, <coughs> there's another one that I do, another roasted uh, pork belly and we do with soy and honey. Mustard on a bed of onions with a sweet onion gravy. Ooh. Um, sweet potato mash with that. Um, it might be a bit of steak in red wine gravy, red wine sauce. Oh, now you're talking. Or it might be panchetta rats, chicken breast that's been stuffed with spinach and various other bits and pieces. And
0: now I know why your house is oh, always yeah. full. <laughs>
1: yeah. With a, a mascarpone, and, mascarpone and mushroom and white wine sauce. It, it could be anything. Wow. It could be anything. But more importantly, the kebabs.
0: Oh, oh, now me. we're talking. Now we're talking. That's the nickname, Johnny Kebab. <laughs> if I go get in my car
1: now, <laughs> Yeah. and you turn it, you know, you go put a kid in ignition. Yeah. Hello Johnny Kebab, that's one of my kids that that's me uh, middle son Tom. He's just a laugh from morning to night. Yeah. If I turn my telly on, there's a picture of me. Hello Johnny Kebab. Stop. You know what I mean? You're like all my accounts, passwords, stuff like that. It's just all like piss taking yeah. really. Yeah. Um but, yeah, I do, I, and as it goes, I do a really, really good kebab. Mi- mixed-meat kebab, you know what I mean? Lamb and chicken breast and everything else. Uh, but do everything Sunday dinner for maybe 20 people. Gee. Saging onion, flavor Yorkshire pudding stuffed with roasted beef and roast potatoes and everything. you do, do, do everything. Do trim the trimmings are last. Yeah, yeah, lasagnas, shepherd's pies, cottage pies. Mm. We'll do... Um, do a fish chowder like a smoked fish chowder that's quite nice so we do
0: everything yeah Yeah. is there one more seat at that table by any chance (laughs) I'm starving here
1: it's like the design thing they said where's the best place where's best place eat?" eating leads I said "What's my kitchen I'm
0: telling you I saw that clip as well you weren't messing you weren't messing there no
1: no no we do all sorts
0: (laughs) but listen we're, we're nearing to the end of our podcast and I ask this to everyone that comes in but how would you like to be remembered?
1: I don't know, that's a bit of a tough one, that hell, isn't it? It is I mean, a
0: tough one because it makes it, you have to kind of think about it, don't you? I don't well, think a lot of people do think about us. So far, the first man
1: to produce a world champion mm-hmm. in the history of boxing from Leeds. Yes.
0: Yeah. That's not a bad I one, think is it? So,
1: no. So I should make some sort of, I don't know, some little history book somewhere, maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Absolutely, maybe. yeah. Yeah, Leeds, producing Leeds first ever world champion. Yeah. Forget about the women's thing, the male thing. Proper world champion. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's one for the sitting at the bar, isn't it? Um, of course it is, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah,
1: no, no, I think, I think I'd think i like that, to be honest with you, the um, Leeds first ever, mm-hmm. producing Leeds first ever world champion. So, yeah.
0: That'll do, that'll do. Well, thank you very much for coming in. It's I appreciate it. Did you enjoy it? Did you have a good time? Do you know what? Go on.
1: I like these uh, kind of informal. Yeah. That were like an informal chat. Yeah. That sort of thing you could do over a pint of Guinness. And a, and a bit of a few nibbles. You know, you could have been sat at a pub bar there. Yes. Or you could have been sat in a kitchen there. Yeah. You know, I don't like well, these For
0: season two. two, I hope we are in a pub and I do. Ha- I hope I do have a point of Guinness.
1: Season two, Kelly Sellers Bar Belfast, we'll do it there. We'll
0: do it there, right? I'm going to hold you to that, right? Yeah. We're definitely going to do something <laughs> around that because I tell you what, I haven't got a decent point of Guinness since I've been here and I'm living here three months now, Sean. You'll struggle.
1: You'll struggle. I'm telling
0: you, I'm devastated. Although
1: there's the export, is there? There's the export, Guinness. Go to Asda and get the export. Right. I think it's done in, uh, is it? Zimbabwe or something Road here, I don't know. Um, I don't Nigeria. know where it's over here. Nigeria. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Export. I, don't, I can't remember what they call it.
0: Are you promising me now it's going to sit, taste, it's very, taste very, the very same? Because I am good. missing the, a good point to Guinness, I'll tell you that much.
1: Well, you know, it's one of them, it's the nearest thing you'll get, I've found. Rice. But yeah, no problem. But no, I did enjoy that. Thank you very much. No. Honestly, I've absolutely enjoyed that. Thank it you. Good.
0: I appreciate it. And thank you very much for all you've done so far for me since you've been over here. You've been a great no, help with right. everything. No so thank you very much. No I appreciate it. Right. And congratulations. Two world champions. Two so world champions. And counting. Watch this space. Watch this space. Is more to come. More to come. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I'll get them all at it. <laughs> That was episode eight of the First Exchange podcast with two-time world champion coach Two-time Sean O'Hagan
1: Just before we go to all my knockers let us have your comments I'm ready for you
0: Let's go Let's go Get those numbers up right